up front for sure. I mean, later on when they're asking questions, obviously you answer them. The questions that you ask new prospects are much more about their vision, their values, and their needs. And most importantly, it's critical to listen. And letting the air of silence fill the room because as your clients talk, you'll be able to not only hear what their pain points are, but what their, what their concerns are, but also you, you know you already have the skill set to help them solve those problems. So, again, that's what a consultant does. That's what a real partner does is that they help their clients move forward. And you can't be reminded, you know, too many times. And um, I thought that I'll be probably repeating um, those um, qualities and visions of SOS a few more times as the year goes on, and certainly during the fourth quarter, because you can't be reminded too many times. And a while ago, you know, for those of the external internal sales team, um, I wanted to remind you if you're, when you're calling new folks that you don't know or just prospecting on your own, you don't know anyone, um, there's two kinds of openers that are possibilities, whatever you feel more uh, comfortable using. The possibility opener, hi, hey, I'm Barb Goldberg, and I'm with Specialized Office Systems, and the reason for your, my call is that I think, in fact, I, well, let me try it again. <laughs> and the reason for my call is there's a possibility that we may be able to help you with your growth in 2016. Or we think there's a possibility we might be able to help you free up some time for you to spend more time selling and with your own clients in 2016. That's the possibility opener. And there's always the, co the competition opener. Hi, I'm Barb Goldberg with Specialized Office Systems. And the reason for your call is that, you know, we recently helped a competitor of yours, Simon Meds, and we wanted to see if we might be able to help you as well. They were really happy, and we thought maybe you, we could help you in a, the same way, something like that, the competition opener. So anyway, I just wanted to remind you of that, and then switching back to our original theme for the day, because those types of pitches, remembering the, exactly what SOS does, what Specialized does, is very what I would consider adult behavior. But um, as we know, most of us are actually combinations of our adult self and our child self. And when the holidays come, uh, it kind of triggers um, that childish, childish side of ourselves because most of us will have memories of the holidays, but we also have issues around the holidays as well. So just wanted to remind you that from a psychological perspective, that when you're faced with an issue where you yourself personally have an emotional um, conflict or something in your past that's very emotional for you, you'll face that issue with the same skills that you had at the time in your childhood when you had that conflict. Let me say that again. So when you're faced with a certain issue where you've had um, a conflict with in your childhood, when you're faced with it as an adult, your first instinct is to deal with it with the same type of behaviors that you had at the time where you faced the conflict. So let's just say, for example, that your parents um, had money issues when they were growing up and they argued about it a lot and you heard it. And let's say you were six years old 
And you know how scary that is, right? Remember that? When your parents would fight, it was scary. And um, in your adult life, when you're faced with that same familiar situation, I'm sure we've all had money issues or argued about money or had issues with money, the same skills that you had when you were six, it's not uncommon to bring those skills to the party when you're faced with it. So let that sink in for a little bit. Hmm. Yeah. Don't worry, I'm not going to ask you to tell us your inter- <clears throat> parental problems. or, But you know what I mean. Did you ever sometimes walk away from an argument or have something happen and you find yourself acting like a child and you're like, I don't know why I'm acting like this. Might be the reason. But here's the interesting thing. When you're calling on a customer, it's possible that those same parent-child authority type of relationships can mirror your past family relationships. I mean, think about how it is when we call on a customer. There's definitely that authority um, versus non-authority figure um, relationships going on. That's a real common thing, right, when you're growing up, how you deal with authority, how you feel about authority, how you feel like being, quote, told what to do. It really sparks a lot of childish types of memories without us even realizing it, especially if Um, And it's not for everyone. I'm just pointing out sort of familiar things that um, I know could certainly spark it. And that is if you have a very, uh, how I say, authoritarian client who likes to be in charge and likes to tell you what to do, especially in areas where you're an expert and maybe they're not so much. And it can trigger, you know, you coming back to the office and gossiping or maybe not answering in the most adult-like way or, you know, it's sparking up all kinds of emotions. Certainly um, money is clearly is going to exchange hands when we're in front of our customers, and that can trigger some things. Um, or it can even uh, trigger things like when you've had a bad boss or something like that. And it doesn't have to be just like a parent. But anything where you've had a bad experience in your life can be triggered by, you know, certain behaviors of customers, certain times of year, that kind of thing. So if you've ever felt like a customer has treated you in a demeaning way, um, just um, remember that if you're feeling um, sort of like a fear thing where you might be put in time out, it's not conscious and so forth, but that's not unusual. And so knowing how to behave more like an adult is um, really important to do and to identify some of the behaviors that are symptomatic of acting like a child. Now, we're going to get back to this in just one second because I want to address something else that I can just see a lot of people on this, phone, on this call, I have a gut feeling are going to say, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And some uh, other people are going to be like, that's not true. But... You know, if you look at trends recently among the younger adults, um, millennials and so forth, you could make an argument, and it's not just them, it's, it's, it's boomers and everyone else, but that a lot of um, adults now, today, really exhibit a lot of childish behavior that you may recognize. For example, I don't know if you're aware of this, but coloring books for adults are one of the hottest trends right now. Um, 1.4 millions of um, 
Johanna Basford's Secret Garden. And I don't know if you've seen those coloring books, um, but, you know, they're, um, oh, you'll see them. Well, you'll see them all over. Now you'll look and you'll notice them if you haven't noticed them. But they're one of, like, the hottest gifts to give this season and really um, very, very popular. Um, let's see. In Brooklyn, there are people, like, in their 40s and so that were going back to kindergarten to learn how to dress up in fun costumes, singing wheels on the bus again. Um, you'll see celebrities going out on the town wearing, like, kitty pajamas, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and they even think that the trend with Adam Sandler movies, where he's always, like, kind of like an adult child person, some of his viewership has gone down because some think that it's because it's not unusual anymore. So there is a trend towards looking at some adult behavior and thinking, kind of reminds you of like when you were a kid. So here's some basics um, of some really basic, I'm actually reading this from like a child, child book a little bit about like the basics of adulthood, and then we'll get back to the psychological part of it. Um, dressing like an, like an adult, whatever that means. But, um, you know, when you think about, when you look at some of the executives and so forth of, um, you know, our startups and, some, and somehow, it's hard to know exactly what that is. But one of the things that's important is keeping your living area clean and tidy. When you have a messy space, it brings you back to the time you were in your uh, college dorm room or when you were a kid. And sometimes if you find that, when you have your laundry lying around or you don't, you know, clean your room before you leave or whatever, it's really a yearning to get back to childhood. Hmm. Um, and it's always good to have a mentor in your life, um, uh, someone who you can talk to and who gives you great advice, considered adult behavior, always trying to learn a new skill. So just the fact that you're on this class um, on Mondays is one way to learn a new skill if you've always wanted to know how to knit or how to cook or how to uh, be better in your technological skills or things, anything, anything at all, learning a new skill. And having good control of your finances is also an adult behavior. And so um, if you find that you don't really know where you're at financially, and I'm talking you know, personally now, and from a business sense, if you don't know your numbers as a salesperson, where you are to plan, um, what you need to do to match your plan numbers, your budget numbers, same thing in your personal life. Um, this could be a sign that um, that there's a clue from your childhood life and you're trying to stay in that childhood mode. Um, this is sort of funny, but using good manners is very adult-like and taking responsibility for your actions. So... Um, if you do get into a conflict with someone, taking responsibility for your part of it and so forth. It's um, something we teach our children, but sometimes there could be something in us that makes it hard for us to do it. And not being fearful of negative feedback, which as long as it's constructive, which most, you know, at work, if you get any kind of negative feedback, if you want to call it that, is usually almost constructive, and being able to take that and being grateful that somebody, someone cared enough about you to give it to you, and being confident, but not obnoxiously confident, like some teenage person, right? 
is also a sign. Um, so here's some of the other more straightforward um, and easily identifiable childish behaviors that we may do um, and not realize that it's being triggered by some type of um, situation bringing us back to our childhood. So if you see yourself sulking, whining, complaining, manipulating to get sympathy, always asking for directions, if for looking for directions, not for people like me that don't know where they're going, um, acting um, if you're disorganized, if um, you're acting irresponsibly, if you're procrastinating, if you're always late no matter what, if you um, are you're neglectful in relationship to your own health, if you drive recklessly. Um, it could be that those behaviors are really your own way of challenging feelings of um, feeling inferior. A lot of us feel inferior in our childhood, right? Um, submissive to others and a, like a passive dependent to authority figures. So uh, by holding on to parental substitutes and um, also hanging on to what other people want and need and points of view helps you to remain a child and you really want to take power over your life. And it really shows, um, and I always felt, like when you're a salesperson, a lot of these things come to light. Like we can't hide because we work with people every single day. So these kind, we can get triggered so easily and not be aware of it and then not know why, you know, we didn't close or someone didn't call, you know, want to work with us and so forth because it could be something, you know, we certainly meet a lot of childish people a lot. And um, I could make an argument that maybe a lot of those folks, you know, in certain industries are prone towards more childishness and you can kind of see it. Um, so you want to change deliberately and you want to be very conscious about any kind of character traits or destructive habit patterns that you may have. Um, thoughts and feelings, they're automatic and the only way they can be understood and changed is to um, look for the discrepancies between your actions and what your goals are. And that, when you know that there's a disconnect, like you know that you want to sell X so much a year and then you don't do it. It's that disconnect and you look at your own behavior and maybe like you didn't make those 10 cold calls every day that you put down as a goal that you were having or you avoided it or you didn't call people back because you were like avoiding it because you thought maybe, maybe something bad was going to happen on that phone call. Yeah, we can all raise our hands. Yeah, okay. And um, you know that one? That's very common um, because who wants to hear that? It, it starts to trigger our critical inner voice. So there's a lot of potential avoidance when it comes to doing sales because we really have to face um, perhaps what might be perceived as negative feedback and um, those childish feelings that that brings back and we don't want to feel it again. So if you feel in your life, this is personal and also in your professional lives, that there's a disconnect, it's a good time to kind of take a look. Um, and also to be careful, once again, of that critical inner voice um, that's always 
showing like uh, negative thoughts or attitudes towards yourself and other and other people. Um, it's very punishing. It can be very demeaning. Um, it's often the internalization of maybe parents' rejection, negative attitudes, and hostility. And um, I just want to say this, that for those of us that are of a certain age, that a lot of times we grew up in households like this because that's just, I don't know, what people were taught to do. And um, I like to think that um, those that are of a younger certain age on the call might have less of that because I like to think that people like me are more enlightened. <laughs> Uh-oh. So um, anyway, just to identify that that's what you're really doing and, it's, and you're not back there in your childish self, but you're in your adult self, is really, really um, eye-opening and can really change your life significantly. Um, so always making sure that your choice of actions is to further your best interest and goals and your, and your own morals, visions, values, same as the things that we're looking for to assist our customers with, that is adult behavior. When you're doing things that are going to further your own best interests and goals. So if you're feeling um, a sense of drama and emotion that, is trying to stop you. I think everyone on the call probably kind of knows what I'm talking about. From doing what you know will move you forward, that's a sign. So it's a good time as the year's ending to kind of reflect on your emotions and consider the consequence um, of your own actions, very adult-like, and to accept, you know, um, any anger that you may feel or any frustration. Those are not feelings that you just toss out because they're, quote, bad. It's, it's human. Best to just feel them and move on. Don't blame others for your failures or rejections because always remember that you create your own world. Often blaming others is also a sign, right? Ever have little kids around the house? You know, so-and-so did so-and-so. So-and-so did so-and-so. Remember that tone? Very childish and, and so forth. We don't blame others, right, for our own failures. Failures are normal, but we create our own world. Being defensive and seeking out, you know, feedback from other people constantly and is also a sign. No need to be defensive. Just accept your, who you are and move forward. And also developing goals, both personal and professional, and living by them with integrity. This is the time of year, and I'm not talking about New Year's resolutions. I'm talking about a really serious plan for yourself personally and professionally. And every year, kind of, I usually send out like a, one, a simple one-pager. I'll do it again. It's the same thing every year because it's this one-pager that I like, frankly, but there's tons of others to have you sit down and kind of personally fill out your goals for this year and next, and um, doing them with a lot of self-understanding and becoming self-aware of your own defenses and challenging them. And interestingly enough, um, an ongoing fear that we all have is coping with our fear of death. Um, we all sort of have that, but that can cause a real sense of anxiety um, which 
you know, let's face it, there's nothing you can do with about, I mean, and putting it to the side and not letting that rule your life either. So it's the kind of more difficult time of year for a salesman and for really for people um, in general because once we know we're in the midst of holiday time, it will more than likely trigger the childish side of ourselves. It's hard to say, the childish side of ourselves because it triggers memories of our childhoods and life with our parents and other authority figures and what happened and there's probably a lot of drama for a lot of us. So just be aware and make sure you're bringing your adult self to work and adult self home too. And it might be an interesting time to kind of think about, you know, what are the things that trigger you? What are the things that make you um, act like a child? And become aware of them and you're almost halfway home to a more adult life where you get what you want. That's the bottom line. So we can uh, now open up the lines. Hmm. I could feel the, the brains cranking this morning on this one. Really cranking. Um, I got to start with Don. Don, are you there? Star six? I am. I yeah. am there. I feel people's brains through the to the phone lines this morning. Hmm. Oh, I'm not going to ask people about your parents. And I'm not going to ask about anything specific unless you want to. Um, but I'm always interested um, in uh, what all of you think about, like, the theme of the day. But it's time to start planning for 2016 and wrapping up the year. What do you think, Don? You know, I um, I think I think the habit of planning is, you know, good. And what ends up happening a lot of times at the end of the year is because you're trying to get around all your customers and you're doing the holiday gift thing and then you're you wanting to make sure you mention everything that you that you do in case there's something they forget about and there's just all this activity, you know, that's happening. And there's a tendency I think to um kind of go into autopilot and, and take care of all the stuff that needs to be done mm-hmm. the best you can without um you know, without being reflective in your time frame. Like I'm I'm going through a book right now called um Spiritual Leadership and it's all about how to lead and think you know, the typical problems people have when they lead and different ways you can resolve them and it goes into a bunch of people in history and how how they were why they were good leaders and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. And I think that, that way of thinking of constantly reevaluating yourself and you know, are the things you're doing effective or not and um, you know, are you letting like um, negativity rule, even though it may not even be realistic ne- negativity? You know, could just be like you know, voices in your head kind of thing. You know, those voices uh, they, are you know, they're automatic. Yeah, and you really need to address them. You know, you can't just uh, act like they don't exist. But I think you have to, um, you know, almost argue with yourself, kind of, mm-hmm. in that you know, hey, this may be the feelings I'm having, but I'm not going to base my my life on my feelings. You know, um, in my case, I, uh, I the way, way I put it is I say faith trumps feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, I just know God has this plan for me and I'm trying to work it out. You know, I'm trying to figure it out day by day. And I, sometimes I think you can take too much of the future and and, uh, and have the anxiety of the future rule today 
and it can can really strangle you in in the day you're in. And I, you know, I always have to be careful of that. And I'm not letting the future rule my day because, um, you know, it's kind of backwards. You know what I mean? That's well, why that's, planning such a big thing. Right. Well, that's um, that's more of a conversation I think around the power of now, which would not be a bad class to do. It's very quite fascinating. But um, yeah, the power of staying in yourself. But that's um, a lot of. I time, think one of the things that happens, Barb, is that. Uh, if if I'm in it, let's say because I'm doing this a lot now because I'm seeing clients ever since we got our stuff. So when I'm talking to the client, I really want my whole world to be about that conversation. I mean, I really want that every time I have a conversation with somebody to be really present in the conversation and, and you block out everything else. And all you care about is you're, the person you're talking to and, and how best to handle that circumstance you're in, you know. And sometimes you can just be in a hurry or just not be um, – listening well or just not being attentive or cut it short. You can make so many mistakes and totally blow that conversation in a lot of different ways. But, I mean, if you're not sensitive to it, you could you could totally just um, blow that whole event. No, absolutely. You, absolutely. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. Lots of times I'll be driving away and thinking, shoot, man, I should have talked about this or I should have said that. And, and hopefully those kind of conversations with, with yourself – help you to do a better job the next time you're, you know. Well, when you set goals before you go in, right? I mean, you're you're yeah. very present. Like, I really want to find out, like, one of all, like, whatever it is. But in my case, I would always think about, you know, what do they care about? What What's bothering them? How can I help them for the future? You know? Yeah, those, yeah, those are great. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So anyway, um, uh, any new business this past week? And what are you finding when you're seeing your current customers? Just, I'm assuming you're dropping off gifts, right? Yeah, yeah, and I I didn't have anything new this past week. Um, the thing about talking to clients that always surprises me is I was talking to one client, and um, she didn't realize, she said she didn't realize that we did apparel, and I'm thinking, holy cow, are you kidding me? been talking about it forever, and, you know, they're a client for 20 years. And it just goes to show you, people just kind of pigeonhole you, and, and it's almost like you have to, you know, take a can opener and open their brain and pour in the truth because... They don't. They just totally see you in one um, persona, and you you really have to work hard sometimes to get people to see there's there's more facets, you know. Well, and also they're not listening. Right. <laughs> yeah. Being in the now doesn't mean that they are. So right. um, it's um, so basically, you know, repeat, 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 repeat. You know how um, that's another way of getting in your own way. I'm glad you brought that up. Is that because you know that you've told somebody something like a million times or wrote them to an email? Doesn't mean that they saw it, heard it, it got into their brain at all. So repeating all the products, services, et cetera, and ways that you can help them is never a mistake. Right. Yeah, I've had that happen a zillion times. All right. Well, thank you, Don. I'm going to move on. Um, Aaron, it's so early. Are you there? Aaron is sick today. Okay. And is Craig on? Yes, ma'am. Oh, good morning. How are good you? Good morning. Good. It's been a few weeks. Hopefully you missed us. I know. I did miss you. Yeah. I think we were in Chicago last week, and then we all came back. You know, half the family has the plague. There you go. So. Um, I, I know the feeling. Yeah. What, um, what new business <coughs> coming in and um, – Especially in Vegas, it would be extra challenging to keep your childish behaviors in check. 
That's true. You can't live here. You wouldn't have made it 21 years like I have if you had childish behaviors. <laughs> the childish place. It would, it, 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 it would mess you up. If you have any weaknesses as a person, it would not, it would not be a good place. No, we have a couple quotes out there. We have a key packet order that we're hopefully going to win for our downtown grand for about uh, anywhere from 15 to 30,000 key packets. Um, we've done some quotes. We had a quote for a new customer, but unfortunately didn't get that for a print project, but at least they're coming to us for projects now for a local customer here at Virgin Advertising, which is good. So they're actually expanding not just only in the office supplies, but also into looking to us for print jobs and things like that. So kind of like Don was saying, opening their brains up to where we can do multiple things, not just one, or not what you initially set them up for. Um, we have projects coming, but what we run into now in Vegas is, of course, the month of December is their crazy month to where really the only things they're truly focused on are getting everything ready for Christmas and then also for New Year's. So it gets a little gets yeah. a little crazy on that aspect to where they dedicate all their time because they just realize, you know, on December 28th that, you know, New Year's is on the 31st. Right. And also, but that's that's a good opportunity to get your appointment set for January post the holiday. Just get on their calendar. Correct. Yep, get on their calendar for the new year and, and get working in the new projects, which is good. Because we have some good opportunities, like say South Point, we have them coming up for their office supply RFP. So hopefully we'll be able to do, work something out there and hopefully win that business in that area. Golden Nugget for um, their print business and program. And then, of course, the downtown grants bill for getting him off the dime once they get situated and get people that stay in place longer than six months. We, we'd be in good shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no kidding. All right, well, we're glad to have you back on, and let's move on to Linda. Are you on, Linda? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How about you? Great. So how was your your past week and your holidays? And Well, first of all, let me, let me state I love acting like a kid because it makes me laugh and have a good time. That's the part I like. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that that's part of me, and, and I enjoy that part. I mean, I, I do pout. I do some of the horrible things, too, but um, I like the good things. Right. <laughs> uh, I had um, – um, it was a quiet week. I only worked two days. Uh, I, had t- I had taken Wednesday off, too. But um, I, I did get a nice order from um, one of my customers, on, and, of course, rehab, and they – they ordered 1,200 mugs, which is the first time I've ever ordered that many mugs at one time. So it was over three thousand dollars. So okay. that was that was that was good for a slow week. So I definitely needed that for the week. So I, I was happy about that. Um, and and I don't know if I, I stated I've been I, I've been really upset about losing this account. That um, yeah. Well, I, I mean it's just been eating me alive. And I mean, we made mistakes. The vendors made mistakes, and and you know, so it's it's just like one of those customers they they get it all. Well, yeah. I finally, I finally accepted it and dealt with it, and and it's like okay, it's a done deal. Well, I'm driving with my grandkids in my car on Wednesday, and my sister-in-law, and he calls me, mm-hmm. and he would he had no contact with me. He wouldn't he wouldn't return phone calls or anything. He called me to know if I had time to talk. Well, you know what? I couldn't talk then. That was you know. I'm, wasn't appropriate, and so um, I told him it wasn't good. Um, and so we we have a meeting today. Oh, so great to hear about it. And and on Friday I got um, got a small order from them for scrubs. So I guess they haven't thrown me totally out the door. Hmm. Oh, and yeah, you know, I mean, I'm I can't wait to hear. And you know, the more well, you know this. I mean. It's just like the more honest you can be and say, you know, I haven't slept. I, 
you know, whatever. I'm, I can't wait to hear about it. I'll, we'll, I'll remember next, next, next week. I want to hear about it. That'll be interesting. I'm glad that he called you. Me too. Yes, I know. It makes you feel so much better. It's amazing how, how much um, something like that can affect you. It's, yeah, it definitely affected me. Because oh. I, I, unfortunately, you take it really personal when you do. You try to do everything right for him, right, and try to make it right for him. But you know, um, no matter what, I, I, I've accepted that if he if he leaves, he leaves, and I can't do anything about it. But but um, I, I have a chance of keeping him, so that's good. That's awesome. That's awesome. Deb, are you on? Yes, I'm here. Hey, good morning. Good morning. And how was your week last week? And it was uh, pretty quiet, but that's that's what I figured. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll be raring to go now. Uh, yep, ready to go, and I'll get it going here. Mm-hmm. So I'll be handing out holiday gifts. So. Right, and so um, I'm sure for those of us who are um, like. You having grandchildren in your house, Linda, um, anybody else, a lot of these childish behaviors that we see in ourselves, you probably get to revisit them. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you start to think, hmm, I do that. Yeah. Is uh, You know what? I'm um, I'm going to move on for a minute. Is Bob on this morning? I am. Oh, good morning. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you. Uh, so how, how have your weeks been? I think they've been awesome. I wasn't here last week. I was out of the country. Right, but I mean, in general, your business portfolio. Uh, it, it it has improved. I'm yeah. Pleased with it. I'm working on a number of other things and just taking it one day at a time. Okay, I know how you feel about this. I'm not going to grill you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm just going to move on. I just didn't know if you were there. I'm here. No, you don't I'm like sure. to, to spark the. No, I, I'm a little superstitious. I think that sometimes are. you talk I, about things and start trying to spend the money, it just doesn't happen. Right. Understand. Totally understand. So let's move on to Mark. Are you on? Yes, I am. How's life in the uh, the super internal ta- sales team? It was good. Yeah. How was your week? It was good. I had a, I have a call back today from like somebody I spoke with like before the day ended. Oh, great. To get, to get pricing. So I don't know if we can... Okay. We can meet it, but that's awesome. I mean, and when um, in Cyber Talk, um, and by the way, this is Cyber Monday. Um, when there's any kind of a trigger to action, like a callback or anything um, via the phone, is the same as getting a click on your website. So just to make that analogy for those. So when people, you fill out a form on a website and give someone your email address because you want to get the information or so forth, it's the same thing. It's just in Cyberville. So that's really cool. It's, it's fun. It'll be interesting to see. I, I still predict that you guys are going to be able to catch more people in as you get close to the holidays. Cindy, how are I'm you? So. Yeah. I'm doing great. How are you doing? Okay. So how was your week? Um, it was a short week, but it was really very it was very productive. Um, I got a commit from a person that that is going to buy from us um, when he's ready with his next order, which should be probably in about two to three weeks. Okay. Um, spoke to a lot of people and had a lot of really 
interesting, good conversations. Oh, that's great. I bet. I bet you learn a lot about people on the line. It's like, it's like, you know, the original Facebook. Um, Adam, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, how was your past week? Um, short, obviously, but I mean, it went pretty well. We got a, uh, I'm going over, uh, got a commit, and today we're going over the, I'm going over the online portal with her to show her, you know, how that works. Oh, for the um, lady in Texas, for the person in Texas? No, no, no. This is uh, local here. Um, oh, good. I think they're a lawyer firm. If I remember oh, good. Right. I don't have it up in front of me. Um, okay. Had another link. Had another linked out LinkedIn um, message from the CEO and president of Republic Bank here in Arizona that okay. wants to talk at the beginning of the year. So Russ is going to be helping me schedule that up and see what we can do for them. Uh huh. Listen, Adam, you have got to crush this through LinkedIn because mm-hmm. you are the key. To making everything that I've been saying from the beginning, the yeah, truth. You know, I tried to I tried to find you on LinkedIn. I can't even find you. I must not be that great. I'm there. I tried. Yeah, I'll look again. Find later. you. I'll find you. I'll I'll send you. <laughs> find you. All right. Okay. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I'll send you a note too. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And Adam is out there crushing the planet because he's on LinkedIn constantly. He and I are going to give ourselves a childish high five. Go and see. Yeah. Well, okay. usually the the first half hour of my day, I I, I browse LinkedIn and um, send messages or you know contact certain people. So it's been I working mean, out, kind of get some leads at least. So. Yeah, no kidding. And it's so efficient because you can be multitasking and somebody can. And the be best part. Anything. Yeah, exactly. And it's free. It's like free money. Why not? I know. know. Okay, Adam and I are going to have to do another class on LinkedIn. Gosh, partner in crime. Thanks, Adam. Hey, Rusty, do you have anything for the for the group? Um, I've got a couple things. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a reminder to make sure that you are logging your calls and meetings and emails in Goldmine just to uh, ensure against <laughs> account conflict and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we don't. Um, we have. Remember, we have the the six month moratorium on prospects. So if you have a prospect that's in your name that you haven't contacted in six months, that's then fair game. Accounts that have bought from you, you have 18 months, which may, might be a little bit too long, but we do need to be showing activity in those accounts. Um, one thing that will help is that year over year report that Nathan's always done. And that's basically, we do that quarterly, so it shows your accounts that have gone up in revenue and down in revenue with the trailing two years. Um, so we have those done. I'll be sending those out to you today. Um, and one, one other thing that we, uh, we have Nicole doing these now, and so one of the other things that we're doing is um, for office supplies, we're going to be doing that every month. So I'm going to have her sending those out to you so that we can identify clients that have stopped or severely cut down on their office supply purchases with us. So you'll see, you know, last month they did five grand, but the prior two months they had done 15 grand, something like that. So mm-hmm. you can identify the problems much quicker that way. So we're going to, we're going to have uh, that starting very soon as well. 
Wow. No, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm back on the 18 months. Wow. That's a gift because, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. That is a gift. And we, we, are, we are pretty good about it, but just remember that with the uh, inside sales team making so many outbound calls, um, you know, things get abbreviated differently. Right, We had sure. one last week that was AZ something, and it was listed in our database as Arizona. So we're, we're going through and cross-referencing those as best we can, but it's definitely going to happen from time to time where they're calling on someone's account and just make sure that you are you have that activity with your account so that uh, so that it's it's safe and it's definitely staying in your name and there aren't any problems. Yeah. So okay. I thought I thought you were saying that if someone if someone if you had an account and they hadn't bought for eighteen months then it was fair game for the internal team. Uh, fair game for anybody, ultimately. Okay. <laughs> That's 18 a gift. months is a, long, is a long time. That's what I said. Welcome to Christmas. Happy happy Hanukkah. That is a gift. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying most places would be like six months. That's all. That's what I mean. Okay. Uh, Nathan, Brad, Bruce, any, any uh, messages for the team? Uh, good morning. This is Nathan. Um, a couple of things. I just want to remind everybody that uh, Saturday evening is our company holiday party, and um, you know it's uh, it's nice if you're coming. Uh, it's also a nice opportunity for you to um, make sure you uh, thank your customer service rep, uh, the person who or the people who uh, help you support your customers and ultimately make you a lot of money um, or give you the ability to make a lot of money. Uh, for the inside sales team, we have new 10 by 13 white envelopes that have printed across the top. Your information kit is enclosed. You can begin to use those uh, envelopes effective immediately. Um, I sent an email today that uh, we need everybody to close out a gold mine this evening when they leave so that we can do some updates. Also for the inside sales team, we're going to be adding a tab uh, for you guys to log to record some information on your prospects that will follow through so we have that information in perpetuity. Um, I'm here all week. I don't feel great, but uh, I'm here. Uh, if anybody needs anything from me, feel free to reach out, and I'll get you squared away. Thanks. All right. Awesome. Brad, Bruce, anything? Well, Brad's on vacation, but um, oh. I don't know if he's on the call or not. Um, but um, I just wanted to reiterate something that Nathan said. I planned on saying it, but it's so important. Um, um, each of us on this call has a customer service rep that, that helps us um, with our clients. And actually, in many cases, they have very close relationships with our clients. And um, even if they don't, they enter the orders for our clients. So um, I, I would uh, propose that everybody thank your customer service reps for the great job they've done. and um, you know, if you want to give them a gift or something of that nature, um, then that's probably very appropriate for the new for the holiday season. Uh, looking forward to seeing everybody that's coming on Saturday night. Um, we're going to have a great time, and don't forget your um, your ten dollar white elephant uh, gift. We'll have the, the traditional gift exchange for those of you that are new. Um, bring something that is valued at ten dollars or less for for you and your guest, and there will be a gift exchange on Saturday night. Oh, 
Sorry, I'm thinking about the new people. You'll this gets pretty this gets pretty intense. It's, so um, it's fun. And um, did, who's missing? Oh, oh, Brad's on vacation. I'm sorry. Okay, so that's a wrap. And um, I'll see everybody on Saturday night. That'll be a lot of fun. And have a great week. Thanks, Barb. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Sure. Have a good one.